Hello, and welcome back to the Little Ray of Health podcast. I'm your host and hormone health bestie, Emily Ray. I'm a certified holistic health coach, and I help women balance their hormones naturally using food as medicine. Today's topic is all about stress. Stress is probably one of the most difficult topics to discuss with clients in my course on Instagram because it's such a nebulous thing. It's not this tangible metric that we can measure, and it's so different from person to person. And it's emotional, physical, environmental, spiritual. There's so many different kinds of stress that affect us on a daily basis. So it can be really hard to take an inventory and to try to figure out exactly what's going on, how stress is affecting us. And honestly, I feel like, and I know that I used to be one of these women as well, that I didn't think I was stressed. I had been operating at such a high level of stress for so long that I wasn't even aware that I was stressed because it was basically my normal baseline. I think that we live in such a crazy, fast-paced world. I wish it could be different. And obviously, there are going to be people who are like, you can unplug, go off the grid. But like, it's just not possible for 99% of us. We can't live on a farm and churn our own butter and milk our own cows. Like, It's just not happening. We're going to live in a stressful world, a stressful environment. So the more we can learn to adapt lower the stressors that are in our control so that our body can better handle the other stress in our life. Now, we obviously have our stress hormone, cortisol. Cortisol gets kind of a bad rap, but it's really, it's not the enemy. Cortisol is necessary. It's a hormone produced by the adrenal glands in response to stress. Its primary function is to help regulate the body's response to stress and maintain the body's internal balance or homeostasis. Benefits of cortisol include regulating blood sugar levels, reducing inflammation, boosting immunity, aiding in the metabolism of fat, protein, and carbs, and helping the body to control blood sugar. So again, we need cortisol. Cortisol is not the enemy here. What happens is, is if we have chronically elevated cortisol, so chronic stress and inflammation, that's what's going to have a really negative impact on both physical and mental health. Cortisol is what helps wake you up in the morning and then ideally tapers off, melatonin increases at night, cortisol decreases, and that's what helps you fall asleep. So morning, in the morning, cortisol levels are the highest. They peak between 6 and 8 a.m. So this is the best time to wake up and ideally, in a perfect world, I do not do this, but you would wait 90 minutes after you wake up to have caffeine to help support this cortisol arc. Now, like I said, that's ideal. Do I wait an hour and a half in the morning to have my coffee? No. I usually eat, like I said, within one hour of waking up, even if it's just a small snack, and that's when I have my coffee. So usually within an hour of waking up. But like I said, cortisol levels are highest in the early morning. Then during the day, they're going to gradually decline, reaching their lowest levels in the evening. This is when melatonin takes over, you get sleepy, and that's what helps you fall asleep and stay asleep through the night. So our bodies have this natural kind of cycle of cortisol every 24 hours. But the problem is all the stressors of our daily life are leading to chronically elevated cortisol, which can mess everything up. So here are some signs and symptoms that you are running on stress hormones. Probably the biggest like flashing neon sign that you are running on stress hormones or cortisol is that you are not hungry in the morning. If you do not get hungry until 10 a.m., 11, 12, that is a sign that you have elevated cortisol. So cortisol is going to suppress your appetite. This is because obviously back in the day, if you were running from a tiger, you were in fight or flight, 
your body is not worried about eating. It's not worried about digesting. It is going to shut all that down. So the reason why you're not hungry until maybe mid-morning or early afternoon is because you have cortisol and adrenaline pumping through your body. Another telltale sign is feeling tired but wired at night. So when your cortisol is messed up, everything is out of whack, instead of feeling like tired, sleepy at night, your body is going to feel tired. Like you know you're tired, but your mind is racing. You can't sleep. This is another big sign that you're running on stress hormones or that you have some kind of cortisol imbalance. The next sign is going to be irregular periods. So again, if our body is in a stressed state, What we're telling our body is that this is not a safe place. This is not a safe time. We are not safe. We should not get pregnant. Shut down the menstrual cycle. We can't do this right now. So that's another reason why if you are chronically stressed, you might have irregular periods. A couple other signs and symptoms are going to be mood swings, sugar or carb cravings, weight gain or trouble losing weight, low libido or low sex drive, acne and breakouts, feeling anxious or being easily startled and hair loss. Acne is usually due to high stress hormones, high cortisol, high androgens, or irregular blood sugar. Irregular blood sugar will spike cortisol and lead to acne or breakouts. Low libido, once again, because our bodies are not worried about reproducing. We are in a stress state. Our body does not feel safe. So it's like shut down the sex drive. We don't need this. This is just one more thing that we need to worry about. And so basically what's happening when your body is under chronic stress and inflammation, it's going to shut down all systems that take a lot of energy and it's really going to focus on things that just keep you alive. Your menstrual cycle is going to be affected or it's going to be gone completely. You are going to have trouble losing weight. You might gain weight because your body is stressed. And when our bodies are in a stressed state, evolutionarily speaking, it could be a famine. So it's going to hold on, hold on to any calories that it's getting. What everything comes down to really is feeling a sense of safety. Our bodies want to feel safe. And unless they feel safe, all other systems are going to be affected. So some ways to lower chronic stress and inflammation are going to be nourishing your body, eating enough, eating breakfast within an hour of waking, No intermittent fasting. I say this probably in every episode. I will scream it from the rooftops, but intermittent fasting or fasting in general for women of a childbearing age, aka women with a menstrual cycle, is just not a good idea. It increases stress and inflammation, which again, some stress and inflammation can be good for the body. For example, when you get injured or you get a cut or a scrape, the area around your wound becomes red and swollen and painful as the immune system sends white blood cells to the area to fight off any bacteria or when you exercise. So exercise causes small amounts amounts of tissue damage, which triggers a localized inflammatory response. This helps to repair and rebuild the damaged tissue. So stress and inflammation are good in certain situations. But what the issue is, is chronic long-term stress on the body. It's just going to really wear our body down over time. And again, it's just really hard to define stress for everyone. It can look different for you. Sometimes it's environmental stressors. So is there something in the air at your house? Do you have toxic candles and air fresheners? And are you drinking tap water? Those are signs of environmental toxins. There is emotional, right? Emotional stress, emotional inflammation. There's diet-induced inflammation. So are you eating foods that are causing inflammation like conventional dairy, wheat or gluten, GMO foods, high sugar, refined sugar, things like that are all going to increase inflammation in the body. 
I've said this so many times before, but it's really important to understand that there are such things as good and bad foods. What I mean by that is everything you consume is either healing you or it's harming you. And I don't mean to freak you out by saying that. Obviously, our bodies are so insanely resilient that if we are doing the right things, managing inflammation, taking care of our bodies, eating an anti-inflammatory diet 80% of the time, then our body can handle the other 20%. We are meant to take on these stressors, but not to live in them and drown in them 24-7. Okay, so what can you do to remove some of these blocks of inflammation? I want you to think of inflammation as kind of like a brick wall, and all these little bricks are adding to the inflammation in our bodies. But each little brick that we remove makes a difference. So I don't want you to feel like you have to do everything. And like I said, live this perfect life where you turn off all your electronics and there's no screen time and you live in the sunshine. And that's just not realistic for 99% of us. And I am aware of that. That is not how I live my life. But there are ways that you can combat that chronic inflammation so that your body can handle it and better adapt to stressors. Number one is going to be eating breakfast within an hour of waking up and eating a protein-forward breakfast. Even if you can't eat like a full-on three eggs, sausage, sourdough toast, fruit, that's not what I'm talking about. At least something with 10 to 15 to 20 grams of protein within an hour of waking up is really going to set the tone for the whole day and again, increase this feeling of safety in your body. Letting your body know there is food coming We are not in a famine. We don't have to hold on to anything. We don't have to increase stress hormones to keep us alive or alert. We have nourishment. We have calories coming in. Our body is taken care of. So I think this is such an overlooked way to reduce stress. And I know intermittent fasting gets pushed as a way to decrease inflammation. And I'm not saying that fasting is terrible in all situations, but 12 hours of a fast is great. So if you eat dinner at 6 p.m., eating breakfast the next morning at 6 a.m. is great. 12 hours of fasting is all your body really needs. The second most important thing for managing chronic stress and inflammation is keeping your blood sugar. Eating protein-forward meals with 20 to 30 grams of protein at least at each meal, making sure we're not eating naked carbs. So always pairing carbs with a protein or fat for our snacks and not going long periods without eating. So making sure we're eating about every three to four hours. If you're experiencing those symptoms I mentioned at the beginning, like not feeling hungry in the morning, struggling with acne, feeling tired or wired at night, irregular periods, brain fog, mood swings, constipation or bloating, sugar or carb cravings, weight gain, hair loss, anxious, increased heart rate, low libido, and you are ready to hop off the stress hormone hamster wheel and balance your hormones naturally, then look no further because I have just the thing for you. My free training, the ultimate hormone balance masterclass that you can sign up and watch right now. Your hormones run almost every process in your body from sleep to sex drive, hunger, energy, blood sugar, focus, creativity. You are in control. And this free masterclass will help you harness the power of your hormones to go from burnt out but surviving to thriving. We are hormonal and it truly is our superpower. And by harnessing the flow of our cycle, you can regain your energy and get your mojo back. So in this free masterclass, you'll learn how to use food as medicine to balance your hormones for more energy, clear skin, better sleep, 
a higher sex drive, a healthy gut, a speedy metabolism, and easy pain-free periods. Imagine a life without miserable period cramps, mood swings, or hormonal acne. Imagine how much more of your life you would get back if you didn't have to struggle with painful periods or hopping from diet to diet. I'll show you how. The link to watch my free masterclass is in the show notes. You can sign up for instant access and start balancing your hormones today. I just think it is so important for every woman to understand her body and know what's going on and know that it's in her control to take her health back, take control of her fertility, her hormones. And I just think it is the most empowering thing to know how to balance your hormones and to know what's going on. This free masterclass truly is a gold mine of information. It is a jam-packed 45 minutes and you've watched it, then you know. I have a request for the ladies that have watched it. I would love if you could send it to a friend who you know also needs to see it. That would just make me so happy to get this free training in front of as many women as we can. So thank you so much for listening. I would love it if you could rate and review this podcast if you have a few seconds because it helps it reach more women. And I will see you in the next episode.